When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With the Mowers Week in review. Gibbo just keeps coming with the good scope. He's on today. Gibbo, I like you sober. I think you should. <laughs> well, yeah, that's not going to be a. It's not going to be a common occurrence. I don't think scope. I mean, maybe we, <laughs> maybe we hand around a hat here to get some money together and put you in like a rehab facility and just get you oh, sober well, full okay. time. Okay, I don't need a rehab facility. Yeah, just to dry you out fully. I like you sober. I, I'm dry. You're not dry, bro. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we, can, we can review. Let's start with the West Tigers. Uh, we're not going to address uh, Lee Hadjipantelis' outfit. What we are going to address is their signing. So they've signed the Finu brothers. You know what? Let's give the Tigers a wrap. This has been a big week for the Tigers. They've signed both Finu brothers, who are highly touted and a lot of clubs were chasing. Uh, they've signed Api Corusau. We'll extend him for two years. And they're now chasing Aiden Caesar. So we put the boot into the West Tigers a lot, but certainly internally they would see this as a big week scope. Yeah, I like I like the two signings. I you know, there's been um a lot of hype around Latu in particular yep. for around Manly now for a couple of years. Um I think so, you know, some people are concerned with the money. Uh it's an investment, yep. to, you know, when you've got to attract players, especially guys of this potential. Um uh, and I've seen enough of Sam Weller now to think that yeah, he could develop <laughs> into quite a player. You've got to spend a little bit of money. And uh, with that comes the confidence and the backing towards the younger players as well. Uh, who knows, mate? In a year or two, you know, pretty good contracts. Mm. They could get You could get two years down the road. They played consistent footy for the West Tigers. They're starting both of them. And they could be on unders by the time year three comes as well. So um, I like both of the signings. I think there are a few good young core players at the Tigers that they can really be excited about moving forward. Uh, Scope, is there a concern on some of the things that we've already heard about Sam Weller-Finu, there was, uh, in his debut game, there was an altercation with Brandon Wakeham where there was a spear. There was something happened there. That's by and by. And then after that Origin game, supposedly he was in the Queensland hotel room looking for the player that started the scuffle in the Origin match. He's played one game of first grade. Is it concerning that before he's played a batch of games, there's stuff like this happening? Look, not overly concerned. It's just he's a young 19, 18, 19-year-old kid that you've just got to – he's just got to learn now. He's got to be better than this. Uh, I think he's played about four games, actually. Oh, okay. He ended yeah, up yeah. playing about yeah. four games for Manly yep. um, this year. He's shown potential. I understand more so growing up around the area myself. Western Sydney played with a lot of Polynesian kids. They just need really good guidance. Yep. He's going to get that now from a guy like Benji Marshall who understands what it's like to be either a New Zealand Māori or Pacific Islander player. Um, there are also some great guys. We spoke last week, Missile, with uh, Fleti Mateo, who's doing welfare and um, junior development out at the Tigers. Great example. Fleti said it himself, didn't he, Gibbo? Yeah. Learning from his mistakes is a great way of teaching these younger players. And this yeah. is what Samuel is going to have to do. Um that's Even, not, you put him in that system, Clemmer, Bateman, Papali'i, there's some good role models. Yes, for sure. And look, at the end of the day, it's on the player if they want to fix it. Yeah. Like you can, you know what it's like, mate. You've, yeah. you've probably played or, or competed with swimmers over the years that you yeah. might have wanted either a mentor or, yeah. or, or, or just give some advice. And, and I've had the same with players. 
Um, you can only give you know players so much advice, but they've, it's got to be up to the individual to take it on. I've met him. I think he's from what you know, only in a short exchange, you can see that he was really respectful. Uh, both Finery brothers, um, they've got a really unique situation where their brothers in jail, uh, and people, you know, during a footy game, if you can find any sort of way to throw a player off his game. There's generally a code where you can, you know, obviously you try to stay away from family, in particular like partners, kids, and all that sort of stuff. But if the the Wakem one, so the the rumor was Wakem was talking about his brother that was in jail. Yeah. So that's obviously gonna that's gonna be a trigger. So he's got to learn, all right, eighteen, nineteen, um, very quickly that despite the circumstances, you you got to be able to go out there and block some of that stuff out. And then whatever ha- happens on the field stays on the field. That's his, you know, I've had some back and forth with players during my time. And that's always the thing that you've got to keep front of mind when you get into these sort of altercations. Yes. You know, some people might go a little bit too far, but you always leave it on the field. Mm. The, going to the, the hotel room ain't it. Um, and like I said, he's what they both played in the under 19s. So, um, I think he's the younger brother of Latu as well. So he'd be 18. Um, he's got a big future. He's just got to sort this stuff out and he'll be sweet. Tigers fans, there's hope. Like, great signings. Coruscant is obviously on board with what's happening there at the Tigers. He's re-signed. I think Aiden Caesar would be a great signing as well. So do I. To, par- to partner Latu Finu. And suddenly, if Latu Finu is your starting 5'8 and plays the full season at 500k... Great signing. Yep. Value. So when you look at like across the board, Adam Reynolds, veteran half, a lot of these guys have either stayed in the NRL longer or um, got more runs on the board. Chad Townsend, mm. to a lesser degree, who was in Sean and out Johnson. of first grade for a while. Sean Johnson, all these veteran halves. I'm telling you, I've been over to the Super League before, and what it does is it gives you um, not only great experience at leading the team away, they play a different style of footy over there, so it's great for halves. But also it gives you appreciation for the game back here as well. Yep. There's the facilities and all those sorts of things that play into over there in the Super League. Aiden Caesar will come back and be that grateful and and uh, have so much gratitude for the Tigers for giving him a, an opportunity. I think he'll be a really good addition because that's what they're lacking. Like we talked about Brendan Waken before. His end of sets at times and, yeah. and some of the way he manages the games. Dane Laurie's played what, one game, one or two games in the halves. He looked like the more senior member than, than Brendan Wakeham. So uh, Caesar will be really good for the Tigers. All right, leaving the West Tigers, moving on to Manly. They've put out a bit of a strange press release scope uh, regarding player managers. So they released a statement showing how many players each player manager had at their club currently, not including next year's signings. The reason being people have been talking about Isaac Moses starting to have a bit of influence in the, at the club. Surely this is fanning the fire. Yes, I I agree, mate. They shouldn't have put it out. Um, you know, it's, it's in times. Sometimes there's this. I think this started on Fox Sports. I think Braith yeah. was the one who brought it up originally with yeah. uh, regards to Isaac Moses. Um, and he's Isaac in the Moses, world. Isaac he's Moses, in that world. So if he, he if he sniffs something out, he's he switched on, on, the on money. VA. Don't yeah. have VA. VA doesn't put out <laughs> stuff yeah. that he doesn't want to get out or, or yeah. ask a question. He, he, he makes me laugh. I know. I know Braith a little bit. Um, so, um, you know, once I was watching this live actually at the he's time, and I was like, harder hitting on 360. Mm, yeah, he's, he's really good. He's starting to just yep. tune it up a bit. I love it. Yeah, well, he's well respected in that space. He's uh, he's a bit like you know, obviously with with Mason, what we're doing at Levels Network, he's obviously well respected. 
Uh, he's got the runs on the board. He's got credibility. He's also in the game. So yep. he's becoming quite a powerful man yeah. over there at Fox. I like it. Uh, I like it. Yeah, so do I. And, and better know, to look at than most of those uh, journos. <laughs> yeah, for sure. It's an awful game. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of Lee, uh, Hadrian Pentelis or whatever his name is. Some before. of the heads on there. Oh, radio stuff. Yeah, yeah. Some of the boys should be doing what we're doing and we yes. should be on their missile. <laughs> yes. I actually might re- reach out to Braith. Um, but, yeah, back to the point. Um, yeah, you just don't play into it because the big part of that people might not be aware of is Isaac Moses looks after Seabold. Yeah. And I think that's what they're trying to get in front of. But in saying that, you, yeah, I think they had it up and then they deleted it. So someone. Yeah. <laughs> what, what I didn't understand scope is uh, they had the, the, the managers with players at the team this year. And then it showed that Isaac Moses had the third most players or th- fourth most players of any manager at yep. like five, I think five players. Didn't I don't think it included the coach. It didn't include the staff because they had he has uh, Seabold, Flanagan, and Jim Dimmick, who are all the staff as well. But what I it, don't think he's got Jimmy. I think he's got the other assistant. Is it? Gen, there's another guy, okay. Gentle or something yeah, like okay. that. Yeah. But there's three, three out of the four are coaches. But what it, what it didn't say is signings next year. So he's also got Luke Brooks, Tommy Talau, and Jackson Paulo. Jackson Paulo, I think. Is he is he Isaac as well? Is he? So what it didn't show was. We've got this many this year, but next year he's going to have the most because we're bringing in three players. So it almost highlighted for me because I would have I wouldn't have known how many Isaac players are at the club. Mm. I would have just been thinking, oh, there's a few coming next year. It's starting to become a thing. Now I know exactly how many he's got, and I know next year he's going to have the most players at the club. It's highlighted it. Well, yeah, I guess that's why they took it down, right? <laughs> it must have been someone who, you know, do your own resource. Shout out to Dior from uh... who's in charge of their PR. I will say, um, yeah, look, this is normally quite common for, you know, even though it's not ideal and the fans probably don't want to see it because what happens when you do get enough, when you get enough players in the same team and then the manager then has a relationship with the coaches, they get Mm. more players coming in. Um, Yeah, in a way it probably highlighted because I come in on Thursday to do the picks with Jimmy and I didn't, by this point, I didn't know about the story. And then Jimmy told me, and he goes, yeah, go have a look. It's on their website. By the time I looked, it was yeah. only a couple of hours ago I'd been taken down. So there must have been a few people that had done their research, then started talking about um, the players and that are on their way next year. And they thought, oh, this probably isn't going the way we anticipated <laughs> and, and knocked it down. So, um, look, I'm, I don't have a crazy big issue with it because I've seen it now over a number of years. Uh, a lot of NRL coaches have player managers that therefore – you know, get players more often than not that are part of their management group because they have conversations with those guys as well. Like it comes up in conversation. Well, I've got, you know, Justin Horro is available. He's at Parramatta or whatever. Um, and like, for instance, with my story as well, going back to, to my time, like Brad Arthur was um, managed by my uh, management company and he was going over to Manly and they said, why don't you take Hoz over, you know? Um is, is there a spot there? Is there anything available? Brad re- had reached out to Jeff Tuvey. Jeff Tuvey goes, yeah, we, we don't mind him. He wasn't managed by uh, Pacific as well. Yeah. But he was like, you know, he got my name into a conversation that ended up leading to me signing there as well. So, um, yeah, it is it is pretty pretty common for, for managers that coach players that eventually end up getting players from that company. All right. Uh, just a text from Andrew. He says, Miss Hall, they're also three leaving at the end of the year managed by Moses. Okay. So there you go. Yep. That's, that's well balanced. So it, it may not be a big issue.